Hi, I'm Tracy Kitten with Information Security Media Group. I'm here with John Walker of Cytelligence, one of the presenters here today. John, your presentation revolves around malware and the failure that most organizations have or their inability to analyze data that comes in from an attack and then actually respond to some of that. Could you just give us a quick primer on what your presentation plans to touch on? Well, yes, Tracy. Um, it's really coming down to the fact that we've had malware or, or viruses for a long time now, and yet we still see organizations who are suffering from like Conficker and, and they still have it on the networks they don't seem to understand how to get it away we still I see on a regular basis organizations who are dealing with incidents to do with malware and do not eradicate the problem or they don't detect the problem so if you had to take a step back and figure out exactly what the problem is so maybe it's not necessarily dealing with the malware itself but it's preventing the malware from getting in to begin with and also identifying when it's in uh, it seems that users may call the, the service support desk with a problem, and that problem is caused by malware. One of the issues is the service support desk isn't identifying the, the behaviour patterns. So going back to say, this could be a security issue. So they're dealing with it as a get people back online, but missing the point that it's actually a security incident. You know, one of the things that came up this morning during one of the earlier presentations was this whole notion of uh, incident response and the fact that a lot of times when it comes to analyzing data after there's been a breach has been difficult because organizations are, are killing the evidence. Yeah. So maybe the fact that they're not identifying this as an intrusion to begin with adversely affects the, the research that's needed later down the road. Absolutely. The, the biggest failure that I'm seeing in, in multiple organizations, this came out this morning, is when an incident occurs, it's actually responding to the incident with the right kind of skills, tool sets, um, forensic analysis and capabilities and the emphasis tends to be only on getting systems back online and fixing the problem rather than sort of looking for root cause analysis and that is why Tracy, in my opinion, it happens again and again. Is it a cultural shift that we need? Without doubt it's, it's a cultural shift that the, the guys downstairs need to be in, in a position to, to be brave enough to say to the exec, we need more tools, we need more training, and we really need to get into this reporting situation where we are reporting up the chain that things aren't as rosy as we're implying. So let's bring this back to some real-world discussions, John. Recently, we've been talking a lot about the chase breach. Mm -hmm. This morning, you and I were talking about um, some curious events at the Bank of England this week. Yeah, exactly. What, what's going on? Why, from the financial institution perspective, where we think that we're doing a great job with cybersecurity and we're perhaps in some ways doing a better job than other industries, why are we seeing these kinds of breaches that are going undetected or incidents that we can't really define? I believe we're not doing the great job we think we are. I believe that what's happened, and we'll take that in two slices, one we'll deal with the Bank of England, but first of all the, the upper problem is we've become very in bed with compliance and governance, and I do believe we've become what I would call check, tick box happy. We're quite happy to run through compliance processes and procedures, but we're failing to get back to the basic problems of real-time security. When it comes to the Bank of England, it really comes down to a number of questions. If they were attacked in such a way, they had to come offline. And there are a lot of implications here, I believe. For instance, the first implication is this week is Monday was the start of the Get Safe Online week. So there's an inference towards being safe. So there is an objective, a potential objective why you would attack. Secondly, we're talking about an enormous, massively expensive system here that supports people's transactions on a daily basis, people moving house. So this week, really, we saw the Bank of England having a failure 
cause a denial of service on financial public transactions so people could not move house. And the question really comes down to it, Tracy, at the level we're talking here with a system of that magnitude, even if it was a testing issue, is that really acceptable? And it's a good point, John, and just to um, give a little background on what may have happened at the Bank of England, this was actually the payments infrastructure that went down for a period of eight hours? Yeah, traps is called. Okay. And right now, basically, the Bank of England is just saying that it was um, an integration or upgrade issue, that it was more of a technical problem rather than an attack on the network. Exactly. Uh, But that is what I'd expect, because we do not live in a world of, of honesty. So if the Bank of England did suffer an attack, an active attack, or a compromise which meant they had to take the system down, which is good advice for forensic response. I don't feel we would see that that in the broadsheets. But furthermore, what was really interesting is that the night news on Monday, when this occurred on the 20th, reported nothing on this event. And for me, it's a big event that went unreported. And I just have some suspicions around the whole thing. Do you think that there's any connection here, or could we draw a parallel between what may have happened at the Bank of England and some of what we've seen in the U.S.? If we compare this to the Chase breach, for instance, Mm -hmm. that's been very widely publicized, but there still are quite a few questions about what exactly happened. Uh, Yeah, I I think you're right. And I can see why people would not wish to make these things public, but by inference, because of the world we live in today and the amount of events we're seeing, security events, I believe the public is starting to question. I can only attest from what I've seen inside some fairly big networks, Tracy, that when we're talking about big-name PLCs in the UK and international, the security profile you'd expect to be in place is not there. So we are running with a lot of organisations, totally insecure, but tending to be very dependent on the fact that their perimeters are solid. And if you can breach the perimeter and you get into the soft belly of the organisation, which this is why I feel we're seeing the, the events we're seeing today, massive breaches. I appreciate this, John. Looking forward to your presentation later today. My pleasure, Tracy. Again, we've just heard from John Walker of Cytelligence. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tracy Kitten.